Up to Simon Shin Yud Zayin If Hey. In the middle of the halachas of Ksharim, we're going to finish the halachas of Ksharim tonight, of making various knots. Aniva, a bow is mutter. It's permitted to make a bow. The lav kesherhu. It's not a knot. Agodar Amos says, Vafilum asa kesher echud lamata, noigim beheter. Even if beneath the single bow you make a single knot, it's permitted. And I believe this is how we tie our shoes, generally speaking. You make a single knot, right? And then you make a bow, right? Now, there are some people who then take the bow to make it tighter, and then they come around again. They take the two. That is awesome. Because that's a cash al kasher. That you can't do on Shabbos. Right? So you know you do that during the week because it's one of the tricks to keep your shoes tied, right? But just like it's a trick to keep your shoes tied, not that every trick to keep your shoes tied is usher, right? There's other tricks that are mutter to do that keep your shoes tied, um, like a double twist on the single knot, right? But it's not a double knot; it's just you, you double twist it before you pull tight. That's still a single knot. But later on, after you have the bow, you take the bow and you you go through oh, a second time, go over. That's us. So here we're saying, I'm not saying that the way we tie our shoes, standard is permitted. But let's see the, the Mishabur. Sivkon Chavtes, Noigen by Heter. Because we are right? The Hoden Noigen Heter, Bekesher Echel Mata. That which we say that it's permitted to make the lower single knot. Hanu Dafka Kisha Osila Hatir Baby Yayim. Dafka, when your plan is to untie it that day. And generally, like we said from the Ramah earlier, it means within 24 hours. Because I'm making a bow on top of a single knot, it's not considered a professional, what we referred to earlier as a professional skilled knot. But if it's meant to stay permanent somewhat, like when you make around the three lulav rings, right? You can't make that on, on, on Shabbos, right? Oh, you that also loses kashalamata, then you can't make the bottom knot. Ela aniva bilvad, you have to make a bow by itself. I'm assuming that that's what we refer to in English as a slip knot. You can make a slip knot on top of a slip knot that's still with one pull pulls out, right? And that's permitted. Now, as far as our ties go, right, that with one pull comes out, so, so um, there are some Paiskim who say that the way we, because when we make a, not a, a tie, what do you do? First thing you do is you flip it over, right? Now it's a shame that those who are listening to this, not live, can't see, but when you make a tie, right, the first thing you do when you make a tie is you come around one time, which is very similar to the single knot you make at the bottom of your shoe, Right? before you then bring it over and around and you tuck it in, equivalent to, similar to a slip knot or whatever you may want to refer to it as, right? But there was some place going to say that we should view the making of a tie as if a knot with a bow, with a slip knot type thing or bow on top of it, right? And therefore, if your tie is going to be meant that you're making it on Shabbos morning, but then you're going to hang it in your closet and you're going to leave it till next Shabbos or for good, that one should not do so on Shabbos, and one should make sure to untie it. And only ties that you've made before Shabbos should stay remain remained should re, should remain for the long term. 
There are other Paiskim that say the Lamaisa, because, uh, the way you open it and the whole thing, the way the whole thing pulls out, sort of like a slipknot, even the way it is, that therefore we shouldn't view it as an Aniva Algabe Kesher and a more Makel. Of course, if one has the ability to be more Machmir, like those who place Kamachesh and Lachumra, it's a Shail of a Kesher. It's definitely only Kesher with Abonon, it's not, right? But one should try to be Machmir and not leave a tie made that was made on Shabbos, you know, for a long period of time. One can tie a rope in front of the cow. So that it doesn't go out. Even in front of the two openings of the door. We don't, we're not worried that you might untie only one side. We're not worried that when you tie the rope at the two ends of the doorway, that if you want to let the cow out, all you need to technically do is what? Untie one end, rope falls, and a cow can go out. But since obviously the derech was to untie both and not to leave the ropes around like that, therefore you're not, 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 that you may leave it. And therefore you can tie them both, obviously now with a keshel kayoma, on Shabbos. Sivkan lam b'shnei rashi ha-pezach, t'mistam miyate shnei v'lea v'keshel kayoma, because the standard was to untie both ends. What din so to the mutter liksha shnei chavolim, so too you can put you can put one rope on top of the other we're not worried you're going to one of them sometimes you open that first rope sometimes the second rope but if you plan us to leave one of course then it's awesome so if when you tie your rope across the door also you, you know one side you always leave made and that's meant to be perm- somehow got undone and that's going to be permanent so even if it's not Cash Shalumon, right? Or it's a, right? It, but, it, but, or it's not what you may view as a, as a permanent knot. But if it's meant for you to leave it there permanently, like we saw in the Ramah, that would be prohibited. Right? But the point is, in Amukhut, be chayshid, that you would leave it. Siv Zayin. Metatlin Chevel Shalgadi. It's permitted to use a weaver's rope, which was a chashver rope we said last night. Lakashroi be'evisubapar. To tie, you know, one end to the stall. I want into the cow. You want to tie the cow up in the stall. Right? With with a with a chash of a rope, which which means that we're assuming that such a rope you would only use temporarily when you have no other rope. The standard would be is that when you want to untie the rope, you untie both ends. That you don't leave the rope tied to the stall or to the cow. You take it off totally. Because it's a chash of a rope. Regular rope, apart to tie to the store and to the cap. So you shouldn't use a regular rope. When shouldn't you use a regular rope when you're tying one end to the store and one to the cow? It was ready to tie to the store. Right? And that's the permanent knot that stays there. Now you want to tie the other end to the cow. This cow, you always leave the rope tied to the cow. And now you just want to tie the other end to the stall, that it's permitted with any rope. Because then the assumption is that what? So once again, that knot's not permanent. You're going to undo that when the cow's got to move on or go out for it to graze or go out to walk. That we're not worried that if you use a weaver's rope, someone might go use a regular rope. Because even by a parah, 
even by a regular chevel, generally speaking, not say made do not kesher kiyama. So we're not worried that to make exer on top of exer that you're going to worry that with the weavers when you may leave. The chevel guard the chashiv. This weaver's rope is a chashiv rope. Lo yeh nichesh am. We didn't leave it around in the store. Chevel the alma loy, but one shouldn't do it with a regular rope. Dilma yeh nichesh echad kasher, because lest you leave one end tied. Now, ain't a tamish shul muktzah. The problem is not that the rope is muktzah. The stam chevel should be bias mucham ulutashmish, because most ropes left around my house are meant for usage. Mutter now this is avada. If you have a box of twine in your house that you use for tying up the cardboard boxes for recycle, right? And it's, 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 it's a thousand foot roll of twine. That's mukta on Shabbos. You have no use for that long roll of twine on Shabbos. Unless you plan on tying one of your kids up around and around a lot of times, you know? Right? There's no use for it, right? So, that's mukta. But what this is talking about is, let's say you have you know, smaller ropes that have many different types of usage for them, and they have usages that are permitted on Shabbos, and it would use, so that such a rope is, is not mukta. Because just like when you have one end of the rope, we'll give for example, is tied permanently to the stall, right? And if you go into stalls, you'll see that. You have the ropes hanging down, right, where you line up the cows. And then today they don't tie the other end to the cow. What do they do? There's like a keychain thing on it, like those things that you, right, that you clip onto the ring that's around the cow's neck or the animal, whatever animal you're talking about, right? So just like that today, the one rope stays tied to where it is. Right? You see with the horses, right? You know, same thing like the horses. It's the opposite, right? They have the ropes around the horses with the reins. And they come and they take those ropes. They wrap them around whatever wood is there or tree. They tie that to the tree, right? When you can untie that later, what are you untying? You don't untie both ends. You untie one end. And that's to the tree. Same thing over here. When one end is already tied before Shabbos, either the cow, which would, like, would be the equivalent to like the reins on the horse, or... One end is tied to the stall, which then you'd clip on to the animal, right? So we're going to assume the one that t- end that was tied is going to remain tied. The one that you're tying to now, which is the temporary one, you're going to undo. So the one that you're doing now, which is the temporary one, so you're going to undo. So you're allowed to do it on Shabbos because it's only temporary and the assumption is it's going to be undone. Any knot that sometimes you decide, you would, you'd forget about it, you'd leave him even though when you did it, wasn't with the intention to leave it, it's prohibited Therefore, these pant straps, that the times that they would leave it there until they would wear out. So I'm not sure which straps he's referring to. But I, I'm wondering if he's referring to basically our suspenders. That they were tied to the pants, right? And then, you know, you just slip the suspenders off your shoulders and you drop your, in to take off your pants, right? So let's say, right, today we have buttons and fancy clips. But back in the day, that was, that was very often tied to the pants. So if that's tied to the pants and you oftentimes just slip off the suspenders over your shoulders and leave it on your pants, so next time you're wearing the pants, that would be also to tie to the pants and shabbos. Animal food, feed. You could tie with that on Shabbos. This is a Rambam, which the Bir Allah goes on and on about. But then he brings it to Chayyadim, right? So what, that when do we say that you're allowed to tie animal feed? With these moist reeds. Because when they would dry up, they would start to crack. 
But very often you see these things that you pull out of the ground, right? They're moist when they start. When they dry up, they crack. So because then they're going to crack when they dry up, the knot's going to fall apart. Avokash, but straw, we know those lulav branch pieces, when they dry up, they don't fall apart, which we all know from our lulav. That's how Allah is like straw. And that therefore, one can't use the chayadim as such, make knots out of such things with this Rambam's heter. Like I said, the... Uh, the Biralochi asks on this on this Chayadam, but that's how the Mishabur seems to paskin. Hapaisel Chavolim Chayamushim Kaisher, Vamafidan Enemichayavin Lakak Lachayamushim Mater. Someone who takes rope and he twines it together to make you know, a, a three twine rope, right? So you take twine and you, you create a, a good thick rope. That has a din of Kesher, of Kaisher. So making a rope of many twines is din of Kaisher. And someone who separates it, unless his intention is to ruin the rope, because then you was part because kilkul is not chayv on Shabbos. But if your intention is for a is to untie something, or your intention is to untie the rope, because you want to use the strands individually, right? So therefore, it's a tikkun in undoing it. That is an iser of matter. So even though here you have a case where you're not actually what making what appears to be a knot, you're creating the rope. But that is then of kaisher, and that is an iser of matter. We'll stop over here.